I'm the trade of black turtles. Hi, I'm tickling my fucking toes. And I'm the headband you should have thrown away. I'm Jamal. AKA Latoya Jackson. And welcome to Black Tar Roots, the Blackity Black podcast with Root Cap, Root Paul's Drag Race. We are doing All Star Six and we are on episode top five. Darling, how are you? Are you enjoying um, Hell Outside? Otherwise known as episode 10. Um, currently, <laughs> currently, I am looking at the squirrel in my window. You ever seen Rick and Morty? No, you know I don't watch Rick and Morty. Oh, I love Rick and Morty. We've had this there's, conversation on several occasions. There's an episode where um Morty gets the ability to talk to animals. Um and he walks by these squirrels and he finds out that the squirrels are like behind all of the world's uh major like political coups. Because the yeah. squirrels are like <laughs> discussing these big they're like, well just just assassinate so and so. And then they realize Morty's listening. They're like, uh talk to Samantha and tell her we have a 9-11 on the possible doolittle. And then they start like chasing Morty down the street. Ever since yeah. they have been very suspicious of squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. It's like it was like that was like an, an episode of American Dad. Um, except they also were doing a, a parody of what's eating Gilbert Grape, but that's a whole that movie other thing. was a lot. It was very much so. <laughs> I watched, I think I watched that in the middle of the Princess Peach. And Child. I was like, now how she gets stuck upstairs when she was down since the entire time. Child, Miss Gilbert Grape. Yes. Uh, you got Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman fully grooming 16 year old Johnny Depp's character. Yeah. I said, well, what the you fuck know. is going on in this damn town? Well, you know. <laughs> You anyway, had to find out what's eating Gilbert Grape. Well, shit, a lot, a lot of the lot of someone needs to call CPS. Um, let's get into this week's episode of All Star Six. So, as a gentle reminder, last week was the what the snatch game of love. I'm sorry, don't shoot the messenger. That's just what they're giving. And in the tops, we had Ginger Minge as Phyllis Diller, and Kylie Sonique Love as Miss Dolly Parton. And then uh, floating somewhere in the middle, you had Eureka as Divine and uh, Raj O'Hara as Latoya Jackson, who did not, uh, maybe she did throw the, the headband away because she certainly was not wearing one during the Snatch Game. She should have. Uh, <laughs> and that uh, one, listen, she was just trying to get through that shit at that point. Um, in the end, the bottoms turned out to be one Miss Trinity K. Bonet as a god-awful Whitney Houston and Pandora Box as, let's keep it Gucci, Samantha Jones. The winner of last week's Snatch Game is... Ginger Minge as Phyllis Diller, and I want to talk to you about that. What do you want to and talk the end, about? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it in a second. Uh-oh. And in the end, we had to say goodbye to Pandy. Bye, Pandora. We gonna miss you. You had a good run. I did not realize she wore so much motherfucking blue on the runway this season. Yeah, you texted me that. <laughs> I watched her um, revealing the look, because I lo- also noticed that she did a revealing the look that no one else did. Everyone yeah. else did a wake up look and she went through her wardrobe. What the fuck is that about? I guess it's because um she had such horrible looks on her first season that they gave her <laughs> that your as a redemption. <laughs> yeah, you know, they gave her that as a redemption. And you, you did, I think the show wanted to also extend some love to Pandora mm-hmm. because you know, Pandora has she's one of them girls where it's just like Thanks for coming. You know what I mean? It's great to right, you, right, can, right, right. you ain't gonna win. You know, so oh well, that's how the girls basically treated her lipstick message. <laughs> well, 
they were like, oh, she was really sweet to work with for a little bit. All right, so let's get into the next week. Exactly. Uh, so what I wanted to talk to you about is the internet has been a blaze. And there have been, there's been lots of talk that Kylie was actually robbed of the Snatch Game this last week. Uh-huh. And I keep trying to figure out what dick is everyone smoking because that is incorrect. Well, I think it's several things, right? I think one thing is that, of course, people like to invalidate any kind of um uh-huh. thing that a fat person has. Yeah. Uh, I think, two uh, people uh, are kind of meh or lukewarm on ginger in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people were genuinely surprised by Kylie and they've been endeared yes. to her. So, you know, it happens the same way. We always have this in Snatch Game, right? Where mm-hmm. there are a few people, one, two or three that do like really well. Right. And the others are not the others don't win and everybody's like oh robbed you know same way people right. are like well jujube should have won over shay and it's like well i mean jujube was funny but when they're both funny like that you go to right. the finer points right yes well Jujube's you know that's the- a little bit better yes yes and i think uh and, and people kept trying to ding her for i was saying all kinds of shit um the main thing i was walking away with was one um it was the big they were so surprised at how well um, Kylie did as Dolly Parton. Uh, Dolly Parton's also a, a character that people know more than they would know of Phyllis Diller, even mm-hmm. though she's legendary and iconic. And according to our science on our Twitter, not that many people know who Phyllis Diller is. So there's that. And too, but there's also been this like sort of lingering overinflation of of Kylie's performance by the um, reception wise. Because mm-hmm. I think her critiques have been consistent and fair on the show, so it's of no fault of hers or the judges. But I have been like sort of monitoring the fandom and there's been this, it seems like this overinflation of what is actually really going down in Kylie's performance um, overall on the show. So I've, always, I've been definitely kind of raising a, a side eye to what the talk of the town is. I mean, that Dolly Parton note led me down another rabbit hole of people who thought that Aja should have won the uh, season three All-Stars, I mean, Snatch Game. Well, they're just gonna have to stay mad, you know, and they're Very gonna bad. be especially mad when Kylie doesn't win the season. Because guess what? <laughs> you don't know no she sh- may be taking a hundred thousand dollars back to Gizmo. No shade, but Kylie is not winning the season, and it's, it's okay. just very, very fascinating. It's you know, it's um the same way people didn't like the pink table talk when I thought that was one of the best challenges they've ever had. So mm-hmm. opinions are like assholes. Anywho. So it's the girls get back into the workroom. They start counting out the lipsticks. And uh, if you watch Untucked, you know, all of the lipsticks with the exception of one, obviously, is for Pandora Box. And it was time. Yeah, no surprise. (laughs) Nobody was surprised there. No surprise Um, I think I had a a mild worry that they were trying. I mean, because, you know, the the game has been changed. And the girls are informed about how the game has been played in past seasons. So really, at any point, somebody can get manipulated. It's the truth. <laughs> and anybody can get Manila at this point. Um, I definitely peeped that these bitches uh, have not forgotten to congratulate one girl for their win. Since Trinity threw her bitch fit. got them asses together, right. Trinity sat them bitches down and said, now listen, I decided and won one challenge for the first time in Drag Race history. You bitches are not about to come in here and try to campaign for yourselves. Girl. They're going to say congratulations. And Trinity said, you're right. You're right. I've set the motherfucking precedent. And that's the deal. So, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is one of the more uneventful uh, entrances of the girls, just thank God. It's the next day in the work world. 
they spent all of two seconds talking about Pandora Box and how nice it was to work with her. Uh, we'll see you back in Rochester at some point. And Rue pops up on the screen as Corny the Unicorn from Drag Talks. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of Drag Talks before? Girl, child, I've heard of Drag Talks. <laughs> anybody watching that bullshit, this thing, Drag Talks, girl, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, shit. I said, I thought they had stopped airing that. It's on Wild Presents Plus. So if you yeah, would utilize it. your subscription. No, girl, I just like to watch Work the World and see Kenny Davenport put on bus driver wigs <laughs> and go to meet and greets on time while Violet Chachki and uh, Valentina mm. are 30 hours late. <laughs> so anyway, RuPaul pops up on the screen as Courtney from uh, the Unicorn from Drag Tots. If anyone out there has watched it, I'm sorry. And we started talking about superlatives. So it's so funny that this came up because you and I were talking on the phone a couple nights ago and we were talking about superlatives in high school. And what did you win, Jamal? I won most likely to be a writer. And you are, in fact, a writer. <laughs> uh-huh. And I won shockingly most talkative yeah <laughs> which you were somehow talkative. unaware of uh, well you know, when you're a, a boy in high school you're very much so unaware of that because no one's telling you that uh but i know one thing i took this shit right to the bank they, they put the girl on the stage right now to talk shit on the microphone so boom so the girls get into the class of all-star six superlatives uh, uh call it a minor challenge a uh, mini challenge. We haven't had one since the reading challenge. And very simply, it goes like this. If there is a majority rule, there is a point that is given to everyone who selected the correct answer of the majority, hence the name majority rules. Anyway, uh-huh. categories go as such. Most likely to steal your boyfriend, Jamal, who would you pick of the dogs? Out of these girls? Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know their personality, so I, I would go with Kylie. I mean, you know, right. I don't know them in person. Right. Just use your imagination. Suspend reality. Well, I say Kylie. Maybe even Eureka. <laughs> yeah, I think Eureka voted for herself, actually, right? Yeah, I can see Eureka doing some scandals that shit and swallowing up your man real quick. Well, you know, Eureka love the boys. Trick love uh-huh. kids. So you know, Eureka gonna get it in. She won't let you forget it either. Uh, they talk about that on um, Race Chaser. Right. Mm, uh, so you got prettiest. I obviously it goes to Kylie. Raja is plucked. Um, <laughs> Raja is plucked. Most likely to have a sugar daddy. The fact that no one said Shangela. The fact that the fact that RuPaul, when she spoke to Kylie, and Kylie didn't immediately go into the Shangela quote, yeah, was so exactly. disappointing. I was like, oh, here's nice. a moment. You're, come on now, you're on the show. The show loves to right. eat itself. That's the Honey, perfect opportunity. We'll get into that when we talk about the drag talks. <laughs> When they get when they come the fuck in, that old Latrice and Bianca. Uh, so at this point in this superlatives thing, I am I'm noticing something that I've been um, a continuous of something I've been noticing this entire season is that the girls seem to be genuinely having fun, except for mm-hmm. genuinely having fun. You got Rajo here in the back making fucking facial expressions and cracking little jokes and little side notes. You got uh, Ginger Minge making paper planes. They're in this are you smarter than the fifth grader set up in the front of the room they're, they're having fun and that's what we, i like to see on the show when the dolls are having a good time and not stressed out and trying to shoot each other every time <laughs> so the remaining categories go as such and the winners of all of these are yuriko O'Hara, messiest gassiest bossiest and shadiest well okay <laughs> 
Okay. I don't really want to know how they found out about the gassy one, but whatever. Well, she Mostly went on in the episode and then Untuck talked about how much she be farting everywhere. Which episode? Was it this one or was it previous? This one. Oh, see, I didn't watch the Untuck. I only scrolled to... Yeah, you the, I didn't even see how that belt went. She was talking herself about how much she be farting everywhere. Oh. Shout out Rock'em Soccer. <laughs> Uh, mostly to be president of the United States and Jermange. This is where shit gets real uh, coopy. And you, we need to put a pin in this. So the last two categories are uh, moodiest and most likely to get sent home next. And both of those, well, yeah, both of those go to Trinity K. Bonet with the exception of most likely to go home, which was a split between her and Eureka. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in that because Trinity also puts her name up and yes. is immediately in her feelings yeah i have i have i have major comments about that tell me about it it got fucking annoying as fuck real quick didn't you just spend weeks saying that you were sensitive which does not moody make but you being sensitive and then you also have snapped on the girls a couple times yeah i mean at this point it's just and you know whatever i know you love trinity i love trinity too no, 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 but gotta keep it Gucci. at this point it's annoying it's annoying mm-hmm. don't sit here and keep bringing this up because it happened like most of the episode every time they cut to trinity and maybe she it's like the edit. A brick. yeah i mean and maybe it's the edit with them just like uh, airing her saying this but every time they cut to her she was like I would be feeling more confident if I wasn't voting next to go home. Right, 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 when right. You realize when you realize that only uh, one person voted her that and she voted herself that, you're Thank like, you. Miss Thing, everybody didn't say that. One, Thank so uh, Kylie said that. Yeah. Everybody else voted for someone else. You voted for yourself. So why are it, you mad? Yes. You voted for Thank yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, you and I was that. we watched it yesterday. We were like, oh, okay. We, I know I heard the result of Trinity not thinking about the actual vote breakdown. I said, well, bitch, you voted for yourself. No one's gunning for you. Well, no one's gunning for you the way that you think you are, that you, right. that you think if, they are. And if you want to talk about anything, let's talk about why you put your own name but up. Put fucking name out. Girl. You have four perfectly eligible bitches, one of which, to the right of you, has not won anything. Yeah, it was annoying. It was so annoying for her to just constantly keep going back into that. I, I literally was just like, bitch, shut up. I'm tired. Very I'm that. tired. Very bad. Very bad. Well, anyway, game is over and we have a tie. It's a tie. What you mean a tie? It's Kylie Sonic Love and Ginger Men who both win the thousand dollars and they do not get a responsibility. So work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know the girls say. You don't really, really win these mini challenges because that's when you start having to be the choreographer. You need to start doing everybody's payroll, you know, all kinds of shit when you win the mini challenge. So it's nice for the dolls to just get some coin thotters and walk away. Because one, no, that's a lie. Never. Let's say someone walked away with $6,000 today. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> anyway, category for the maxi challenge is you have to create a drag-tastic character for the TV show Drag Tots, which I have never seen a single episode of. I tried to watch that one show that Ginger was in, like the drag superhero show that was on Netflix. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's the same thing, only like... Very much, pre- yes. It's pretending exactly. that it's for children. I'm just like, how many of these are y'all oh, no. going to make before you realize that people don't want this? The superhero show is very much so not even trying no, to... No, I'm talking about Drag Tots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, they should have switched it up and put that show on Wild Presents and Drag Talks on Netflix. Ain't nobody parent about the paper Wild Presents to watch some fucking Drag Talks. 
like I said, how many of these are y'all gonna make before y'all realize don't nobody want to watch this shit? Like this is what I'm talking about. RuPaul, RuPaul, you just keep doing all this shit. And sometimes just because you can, it don't mean you should. All of this fucking content that nobody wants to see, girl, we had enough hey, with the fucking um Ruby is red hot. You know, you talk a lot of shit about that movie you have never seen. Sorry, TV show that you never seen. Y'all, this motherfucker nah. will swear up and down. He ain't seen not one part of AJ and the Queen, which I have watched twice, um, passively, oh. and yet, and yet knows every single part that I'm referencing when I'm talking to him about it. God bless your, I mean, bless your heart, because no, ma'am, you already she tried it with the ruby is red hot. Don't ruby nobody want to see red this. Hot. Hot fire, not... This, the song is fierce, though. I do like the song. Child. I do like the song. She employed girl, the blue girl. Girl. They had J. Joe Lee, Mariah Balenciaga, and Kennedy Davenport, three bitches who cannot deliver lines in the same... Right, episode. and that's what I'm talking about. You picking all the bitches that fail acting challenges to be up in a TV show. Yes, yes. Girl, no, man. Uh, you had Jinx Monsoon playing uh, low-key uh, uh, an abuser. <laughs> no, not, no, not low-key, high-key. Cause she has some questionable lines up in that damn TV show. And huh, anyway, just like, it's just, <laughs> girl, anyway, pe- the people want Drag Race. The people do not want other things referenced to Drag Race. Because then that's the I other did problem. Enjoy, is um, all of these things just be making Drag Race jokes nonstop, yes, yes. and you wonder why nobody watches it. I didn't mind Celebrity Drag Race. I thought that was where the formula worked. Maybe it was because we were at the top of the uh, panini, right? Where I was well intentioned. That's watching. what it was. Shit, we ain't had shit else to do. Baby, they well, they was keeping us hostage on Friday night from eight to what eight. They to, didn't uh, keep me hostage because I didn't. I didn't watch Miss Celebrity. Well, girl, Drag by Race. then I was about three motherfucking vodka cranberries and we <laughs> can't go nowhere. You can't fucking go anywhere. I said, well, I guess nah. we're watching fourteen hours of RuPaul's Drag Race on Friday. They was not keeping my ass hostage because I <laughs> said I saw that. that. We would twirl and then we would watch Untuck and we would twirl again and then we would watch that motherfucking Celebrity Drag Race and you know what? It, it didn't work out well because it clearly got canceled. <laughs> exactly, because wasn't nobody trying to see that. Just like Drag You. Why are you going to try to repackage Drag You and bring her back? The girls didn't want it the first time. Uh, uh, we were changing lives. Okay, that was not just a rough spot. Girl, it was a rough spot. But no, <laughs> but no goddamn life changed. Anyway, so the girls is getting ready for the... the, the, the what the shit is this? Uh, it's drag like, talk. It's like a real... T- right, right, right. And, and so I want you all to... In a, just a, a state of mind, and I'll move over, let you go with the chat. Think the Hello Kitty Girl challenge from season seven. Thinks the quarantine super shiro challenge from series two of Drag Race UK. Yeah, so all challenges that I hate. So, um, <laughs> so I was very much not excited about this. Um, but I think that at the top of the at the top of the prep, uh, I don't know if it's Ginger or if it's Raja, they make a good point about how this challenge is several challenges in one. It's a design yeah. challenge, it's a comedy challenge, it's a character challenge. Um, so you really have a lot of things going on at once. Um, and you have a lot of um, balls that the queens have to keep in the air. Uh, Raja points out that she won the first design challenge. She wants y'all bitches mm-hmm. to know that. I knew that. And I also know that Trinity makes clothes. So I wasn't really worried about those two in terms of putting the outfit together. Also, oh, um, Raja got sent home in a design challenge. Though. Well, we talk about this season. Um <laughs> And we'll get to her design later on because I have thoughts. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> woo, I have thoughts. serving fashions this week. So I have thoughts about that design and the way that the judges responded to it. Um, 
Trinity's worried. Uh, that <laughs> my notes for Trinity for this whole uh, 500 minutes of a, a challenge prep are that Trinity is worried. Trinity's worried. Um, <laughs> uh, Eureka and Trinity kind of bond over the fact that they got the worst critiques. Uh, Eureka kind of pumps Trinity up, and she's like, "Girl, you know, you just gotta, you gotta let it. You gotta let it come to you, and you gotta sidestep it and let that shit go. Because what, what you gonna do? Sit that? here." Yeah, what you gonna do? Sit here and ruminate on it, and then right. get then actually get sent home because you couldn't get over some shit that you think everyone said. Um, she said, "You gotta let some dry race boards get you upset." Yes, yeah, she said, "Girl, you letting a dry dry race board get you upset for real from Target?" Girl, shit, she was really upset because she sat there and read herself with the dry race. But anyway, we talked about that. Uh, side note: Eureka's Eureka's sweatsuits look a lot like Eureka's bodysuits. Yes, you know. I like the sweatsuit on her. I'm very confused <laughs> about what's going on with the highlight over here by the left eye. <laughs> well, you know, she doing she she doing that thing that the girls do sometimes, but they try to be. You remember um, uh, what's his name, Jeffrey Boy Chapman, where he I don't know who the fuck was doing it. They was just smudging his cheeks with uh glitter every episode of Canada. Okay, but she's looking mad ashy, and you know, it's it's not it's I think it's is she is she trying to give too much Squidward face with <laughs> the she got the new lips, you know, the All Stars lips. You trying to put the highlight up here. I said it's a little too much. The lip is already too much. So well, was, it, I found it, it is. It is what it is. Jeez, what's it is? We had this moment where Raja and Eureka kind of talk to each other, and everybody in this episode. This is the stupid thing. Whenever the girls are confronting each other about them voting for the other one in the superlatives mini challenge, the reasoning is dumb. It's like, well, I thought right. everybody else. I'm like, girl, is what? Did we really have nothing else going on in this episode? It was dumb as to? hell. Yeah, y'all just trying to engineer. So that's why when I text you and I said this episode was boring and filler because it was like there is nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Y'all really could have just um, whipped out that whole game within the game thing right now as opposed to <laughs> letting us do this and having us suffer through this. Um, you didn't enjoy the 80 hours of uh, prep? Girl, Rue comes in and does the walkthroughs. Uh, <laughs> Ginger reveals that her name is Tara Bell. That's her drag talk character. Um, Rue points out that cartoons um, have also, as while they have been for children, they have also been a vehicle for adults to indulge in kind of subversive humor um, and, and this kind of satirical uh, play and wit um, and kind of leans into Ginger doing that. That's going to be her storyline in the episode. Um, Trinity comes over. She's still stuck on the damn mini challenge. RuPaul reminds her to lighten it up because Trinity comes over. She's like, well, I'm going to have a message. And RuPaul's like, that's great. Make mm-hmm. sure that we are not depressed and that it is funny. Um, <laughs> Eureka, come on, Eureka, blah, 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 blah. Eureka comes over, talk about she's great in the villain. She ain't got no wins, girl, next. Um, Kylie, girl, next. I don't even know what happened in the walkthrough. Raja is inspired by the color purple. She points out that um, she really got inspired by these. I can't pronounce the name. Um, trees that start with the J. Jamiroquois? No. So what we do see is that um, Raja's initial name for her character was uh, Queen Simi. And RuPaul's like, that sounds like semen. And no. You need to pick a name that rolls off your tongue and that is catchy. Don't know, ain't uh, Queen See Me is not catchy. 
about I thought she meant seam like sewing seams and her character was going to be around seams. So when she revealed her actual name, I said, oh, thank God you changed that fucking name because it didn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, see, RuPaul is just like, no, girl, it needs to be catchy and it needs to be something that I want to say. What right. you're doing is complicated and is, is too much. Um, and later on, Trinity settles on um, Fierce Felicia the Feline is her character. So she's going to be um, a, a feline a runway instructor. Um, so that's the way that she's kind of lightening it up and not coming on. Because, you know, what I don't want for Trinity is I don't want Trinity to come on the stage every week and be talking about, girl, you know, my life was really um, about to be over when I caught AIDS. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't want that every episode. Oh, okay, right. So right. RuPaul was right when she was like, lighten this shit up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, people are more receptive to a message. Mm-hmm. Well, people are receptive to a message when it is, like, deep and impactful. But people also are receptive to messages in other ways. So let's, you know, divvy it up. We don't want to be depressed yeah. every week when you come on stage, Miss Thing. Girl, we had that with, um, what's her name? Max. Girl, and you know, the other thing about that is that this really shows me that RuPaul clearly cares about Trinity because she could easily let Trinity go out there and do, you know, these PSAs every week and yeah. not give a fuck. But she's, I think Ru still remembers all of uh, Trinity's struggles and, you know, making her cry during that comedy challenge. Someone just got an Emmy uh, and really cares about her being successful. So sometimes I, I would see, I would hear that, receive that note from Ru. I was like, are you shooting down Trinity's idea? But like, no, it makes perfect sense um and not keeping trinity in that gloom and doom um uh, uh approach and presentation of what it is that she has in mind yeah and you also want it to be entertaining like mm-hmm. rupaul is also thinking about girl this is going to be on a tv show we yeah. are not fitting to pump up here every week and be depressed Okay. She had said a, a ball saying Mexicali, Mexico when she was talking to Roger. That's what I'm saying. Girl, shit. Y'all girls ain't up. Y'all girls are not back here um, throwing daggers at each other. So shit, at least let the shit be funny. Right. We ain't about to just have no lifetime ass drag race season. <laughs> and for all the girls that want that, it's not happening. That shit would be boring. Okay? Yes. You know how much those moments work me on the regular season. <laughs> if you want that, go watch um, Monica Still Standing. That was a great show. No drama. Got canceled after one season. It was very boring. Um, what is this R and B black hole that you've been in recently? <laughs> what you mean? First of all, first of all, wow, the anti-blackness. Um, and squeeze the fuck out of me. You the one R and B black hole. Yes, girl, don't do it. <laughs> don't try me. Okay, you have charted. You have gone back and charted the success of every single group and or a soloist that was on Encore, and I've heard about it nonstop for the past eight weeks, only for it to be four bitches in the group and for Pam to be serving a Take Me to the King moment at the, <laughs> what was it, a reunion? It was not a Take Me to the King moment. She was she was singing her dress like Hippolyta at the end of Love <laughs> She is not. She was dressed like an extra from You Got Served. Thank you very much. <laughs> Child, that shit was, I watched that again <laughs> right before this. I was like, this shit is tired. You know, they somewhat they got the nerve to go on Twitter and say, "What was the best song on the album?" And this is what we are lying. I said, "Yeah, no, damn well, y'all didn't listen to that motherfucking album." I did. You actually, actually, the song "Talking" is a very cute trappish song, but the rest of that shit is terrible. And for them twins, them cherished twins, this is tangent because ain't shit going on this episode. This thing, uh, them cherished twins. Uh, for all that screaming that they did up and through that thing about how they were talented. 
and for these to be the songs that they was telling people they couldn't sing on, girl, please. Okay, Miss Thing. Girl, please. That was six motherfucking demo songs. This bitch watched every single episode and then got the nerve to watch Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> all of his dreams were fulfilled. Child, well, shit, them <laughs> girls needed to go to Jocelyn's Cabaret on that damn stage because <laughs> Keely was up there fucking falling out and tired. And Keely, said, Keely, girl. <laughs> I said, now Keely. Keely rolling around on the ground. I said, now Keely. Well, you know, Keely's good for the shenanigans. The sex was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Let the voice Whoa, okay. Because whenever that microphone went to her to sing, Very woo, nice. it really was a rough six, spot. She over here keep making, uh, breaking these promises, promises to us. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. that, I mean, that's it for the prep. Sonique comes back in with her big blossom hat, and then it's time for the runway to stay. Not blossom. <laughs> it's giving a little bit more Tommy Lee, but okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to Fabric.com because Fabric.com is getting the bang out of that sponsor. They must have gave them. Top coin. Okay. These bitches, it's like when they were back in the form decor uh uh <laughs> the uh, uh back room. Uh-huh. Oh, girl, yes, yeah, so I'm wearing look look at this fabric. Thanks, fabric.com. They were doing all kinds of zoom ins and zoom outs of the fabric that was available to the girls. That shit used to wear me but, out when they were saying hey, <laughs> I'm sitting hey. on the form decor um couch. I said, Oh, Miss Thing, if y'all don't stop. My hair is and we're first. black. Yes, we're black again. And I do, in fact, look like what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so let's get to the runway. Um, we have now left the Form Decor Lounge, and we are on the RuPaul's Drag Race runway, where Majorette RuPaul herself is puppet on the runway in this fringe dress and these Michael, a- Michael Jackson ass I gloves. almost forgot about what the fuck she was wearing. Oh, and then she got the little hand, her little fake bogan thing that she loved to do. I said... This whole episode, I was like, was RuPaul drunk? Zaldu must have been out. <laughs> okay. And she had to go traverse through Heidi and Claus's closet because those those Heidi has worn those gloves before with an outfit that it did not fucking match. RuPaul looks tacky. crazy. She looked tacky crazy. as fuck. <laughs> I said, what is she wearing? And then when she stopped for her ending pose, I was just looking at all the pieces. I was like, and fishnets? <laughs> and what the you, fuck is going on? You went to the Jocelyn Fox School of Styling because look at the, what look what this bitch has got on. She had the fringe dress with little majorette epaulettes. The wig is too little. It's she not. got this damn necklace on. It's very, it's giving very much mommy. I dress myself. It is um, not the fantasy. <laughs> so let's get into this. Is where we're gonna get our drag talk stories and our runway. So we're gonna talk about the outfit. The characterization and what the story was given and what kind of just let me tell you something after a rewatch i was like i don't think a lot of these bitches understood the assignment but okay well <laughs> we, are ju- we are joined by the tag the uh, drag tots who apparently have names uh dinosaur played by bianca del taco and uh lady liberty who was played by Latrice Royale. So Bianca Del Rio and Latrice come on the side of the stage. Okay, to say all of their famed uh, catchphrases from season four and uh, six, respectively. And the first up, giving us Raver Realness, Felicia, Fierce Felicia the Feline Miss Trinity K. Monet in her Lost Cats the Movie audition. Mm-hmm. So she comes out and basically Miss Felicia is in this, uh, she's giving me furry down. Now, was this also an 
unconventional challenge because she made that tail out of a pool noodle. No, it wasn't an unconventional challenge. She That's what just, I thought. She was just being creative because she I had no tail. That. Yeah. Right. Which was fierce. But I saw that and then I went in my head. I was like, well, I don't remember who say like go in the back of this like uh 96 Buick and use the back of the interior to make your costume. <laughs> so it works. So anyway, Trinity comes on the runway. Her character is a fierce catwalk instructor character. Um with fav- such fa- favorite lines as walk that catwalk like your nine lives depend on it. It's giving us rave. I love um, her characterization. The costume is cute. Trinity is good at, um, for a while, Trinity used to uh, pump uh, around Atlanta uh, body painting uh, work. Around yeah, Halloween I remember times. that era. Uh, so, you know, the, the cat face looks cute. She has her uh, her cat moments. What is this voice? I'm trying to figure out what this voice is that she's doing. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like the rum tum tugger has a, 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 a upset tummy. I just was making I appreciate the design. I like the fringe elements, yeah. you know. And I thought that it was a I thought that it was a cute um a cute little character. I appreciated it. I didn't ding her for anything necessarily. Right. Um I think I got in, was able to get into the details of that costume during the judging. Cuz at mm-hmm. first it didn't look like uh, enough for me. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the way that their um that there's some clear design under some of those pink fur pieces, so it's not yeah, like, just absolutely. like a furry suit, right? Like yeah. she, she did pay attention to the details. She was creative with the pool noodle, um, and we also clearly see she was delivered from whatever anxiety she was having back in the workroom. Because you know, I was like, this is about to spell disaster for Miss Trinity on this runway, up in this head about being told she's gonna go home, even though she voted for her damn self. Right. So up next to the stage is Falcorn Leghorn, and her character <laughs> is. <laughs> Her character is as Tara Bell, um, which is giving me uh, Miss whatever her name what was her name during the all their uh, season seven challenge when she was the cow. When she was the cow, yes, during the Hello Kitty challenge, Ginger Minch. Was she a cow? Was a, she was a fucking cow. Yes. Let me go back to this. Why Hello would I lie challenge. about that? I just I don't remember that. So she I remember I cow. remember what she looked like in the thing. As a matter of fact, I think her name was Clarabelle too. Actually, <laughs> no, it wasn't. She was not a cow. If this was a cow, she goes moo, stunning. Oh, uh, you talking about when they had the little heads on? Yes. Oh. Uh, I don't remember that shit. That shit was terrible. I told you I don't <laughs> like these challenges. I don't commit them to memory. <laughs> I do not like these challenges. Uh, so anyway, Ginger Minx comes out as Tara Bell in this uh, beautiful blue dress. I think I, I Ginger has done pretty okay in design challenges with drag race. I don't know if she's a seamstress, but you know, it, it looks like a, it's a it's a Ginger Ginger Minge costume. It looks great. Yeah, she uh, looked cute. I love. I think that Ginger's characterization as Tara Bell uh, perhaps was the cleanest of uh, the performances because it had the levels of humor. But it also had the serious notes in there. She talks about, uh, I'm going to teach you the power of communication. But I'm also not surprised that we got the set of Ginger Minch. This is Ginger's wheelhouse. This is what she does. If she had fumbled, that would have been the shocker to me. She, um, her movement is excellent. Because when Trinity came out, I started to think Trinity on a lot of stuff. I said, why is her mouth not moving? Uh-huh. Why is she standing in one place? Is the, was that the prompt? And it turns out it's the prompt for all the girls. There's yeah. no, there's no, there's no uh, lip syncing. There's Ginger does a little bit of it, but the movement is supposed to be static in this one place, which is weird, which is weird. 
Because it wasn't like that for the cookout. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it did, Trinity did look odd. Not, her yes. mouth shut. I was wondering, like, what looked kind of odd about it. And it was because the mouth was just completely... And the face also kind of was just frozen. Yes, because there's no, <laughs> there there no, no expression. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. So, um, so I'm seeing that, and all, of, and I'm just seeing the, all of these highs and lows, and Trinity's voice, and her moving around and gesticulating all of her, her character. And I'm like, what do you, what do you? And I thought there was maybe a stylistic choice because of the face paint of the cat. No, that's the pump for all of the bitches. Anyway, Tara Bell, she looks great. Costume looks great. If Ginger would have fucked it. Ginger would have fumbled the ball. That's where I would have been like, oh my God. Yeah, no, Ginger ain't fumbled the ball. Ginger was actually my favorite of the night. Oh, work. See, my favorite is the next queen who is. Not <laughs> mine, because when I see her come Rush. out with what the fuck she was wearing, I said, <laughs> well, you know, not. you know, it's kooky. It's kooky. Girl, no. You let you gave about Utica the, pass. We, you gave all, no. Utica all kinds of kooky passes. No, we are not about to get no. That shit is you ugly. You gave her a kooky pass down. This shit is ugly. And the judges I, went wild. I said, well, oh, well, wait my a God. I mean, listen. I mean, hey, Ginger's outfit was also crafty looking, too, so. Yeah, but it was, it was not looking like what Roger looked like. But go ahead, go ahead. Roger came out looking terrible. Anyway, Roger came out looking great with all the googly eyes. <laughs> that shit looked the fuck stupid and terrible. Uh, well, we need, to, we need to say, I need to say this at the top of the podcast, at the top of this category. This was not an eleganza category. <laughs> this was a, a, a meet the expectations of creating a character. It was not about the fashions and uh-huh. such ex, such expectations there. Anyway, Roger pumps down the runway, giving us uh, James Brown, giving us Morris Day. She reminded me of uh, the character Yaz from Wreck It Ralph 2, played by Taraji P. Henson. Didn't see it. Didn't no, the internet not for at you? all. Not okay. at all. Well, anyway. She, we find out that Roger's character's name is actually I see you, Queen, and not Queen see me. And I said, "This, oh yes, this is exactly what she needed to do." Because you know, back in the work world, Miss Roger was acting like she had written fifteen hundred puns for Queen see me, and that she mm-hmm. couldn't possibly change that name. Like, mm-hmm. That was about to fuck up her whole gig. And I makes this is one of those times where it makes me wonder what her material was already written before she changed to this because I think everything flowed right. It's a very funky character. It's giving a little black exploitation. Um, something that Michelle calls out. I, I think her entire performance is very electric. Yeah, I thought the performance was great. It's very that electric. It was terrible to me. Uh, regardless, I think her hair looks beautiful. I think the painting. The painting, uh, the, the hair the painting looks beautiful. Was excellent. Yes. Um, I didn't actually mind the disco dress. The only thing I minded about the garment was that the neck didn't fit perfectly. If you're gonna do like a bodysuit, you do because like it was two different pieces thrown together. It was a oh, fucking yeah, yeah, loose yeah. ass bodysuit with a disco oh, dress yeah. thrown on top. Girl, yeah. no, and then you stuck some googly eyes on it. Oh, mistake, no, no, man. <laughs> hey, but you let Jackie Cox get away with it. I didn't let Jackie Cox get away with shit. <laughs> yeah, so we're Jamal's not, Jackie Cox's biggest We're fan. not about to lie about yes, that on the Jamal podcast. Jamal says, I'm Jackie Cox. Can't fit me in the box. I don't ever even quote for that you anything. Y'all should see how badly he turned out. He turned that woman down. Worse. Anyway, Raja <laughs> is absolutely superb. She says uh, uh, something along the lines of uh, don't worry about people laughing about you being offbeat because, baby, they just can't hear your song. I said work. I Her entire performance was just electric and really resonated with me. And it was uh, great. That it was also a triumphant moment because we saw her struggling so much. And you, 
if you look at the sort of the, the landscape of the girls, Raja could easily be looked at as the person that they're trying to, you know, sniper out of that motherfucker soon as so. Very proud of her. Eureka O'Hara comes on the runway as Alexandria McQueen as a villain. This is one of those, this is where I stand. I think uh, uh, um, Eureka is one of the people who misunderstood the assignment. Why because she misunderstood the assignment? this felt a lot more like her character for the princess ball, for the princess challenge on season nine. I just feel like Eureka challenge. has a very limited, um, I feel like she has a very limited imagination when it comes to these mm. things because we've seen her go back to a whole bunch of old faithfuls this entire yes. season. Right. The kind of the dirt. Because she did, she did a, and this is why this also reminded me of this too. She chose to be the sewer queen, which right. I thought was very, very smart. Sorry, the sewer princess in uh, uh, season nine, which I also thought was very, very smart and a good use of uh, 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 um, the materials over there and not just wrapping a piece of fabric around her waist, pheromone. Um, it was a, a serviceable job. I think where in the first three, I really got a message out of all of them. Like they were clearly participating as um, um, like a Mr. Rogers neighborhood puppet, like a cartoon author type shit, like trying to teach the kids something. I didn't really pull that away from Eureka's. I think the dress she constructed was very hard, very beautiful, uh, very clean. Uh-huh. Um, I just didn't, from it didn't go in the direction that I thought everyone was supposed to go with this assignment. Yeah. Yeah, she thought that, you know, the assignment was just a, in general, create a character that there wasn't a specific direction that it had to go right. in. And so right. she chose to go in the direction of the critiques that she got earlier in the mini challenge. Yes. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, well, I'll bring it up. We'll bring it up in the judgment. Um, she had, I think she otherwise looks beautiful, though. She does look beautiful. Uh, Kylie's Unique Love comes down as misbehave, and this is where I was the most confused, but uh, she's coming on the runway as her costume is beautiful. She's a witch in all black up and down, uh, except for this uh, this Party City Spirit Halloween-esque um, hat that she has up on this head. I, I think she just also created a character. <laughs> yeah, it, was just, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> I remember exciting. watching it. I, I watched take it, it three leave times. It. Right, I watched it three times. I was like, I don't, the only thing I took out of that was she looks beautiful. I'm glad she finished her costume on time. Um, it is very clear that she and uh, uh, Electra, wow, she and Eureka use the exact same template uh-huh. <laughs> for their stories. So that was the challenge. I, I still stick behind. Raja was 100% my favorite. I, I, I think she was absolutely excellent. She did the assignment well, and I thought she looked great too. Child, I thought Ginger did the best. Raja, looked, Raja did great, but she looked terrible. Um, So we get to the well, judging, and the first thing I want to say is um. <clears throat> Michelle looks a hot ass mess too. So RuPaul and Michelle both looking a mess on this judging panel. Um, <laughs> and they start off by judging TKB. At first, I want. Oh, wait, to wait, 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 wait. Before, if we judging the the uh, judging panel, we need to call out Charlie XCX because she also looked terrible. Well, I don't know who she is, so I felt like that's how she looks regularly. So, um, we get to the judging, and the first thing I want to say is I really would like a moratorium on um gays making a joke about how, how they do not like vagina i feel like it is yeah. tired yes. um and tacky and cheap um because ross mm-hmm. matthews makes one of those jokes off off the top um right. so they like trinity of course they say that it was a smart choice to 
pick a cat because it gave her space to uh it gave her a directive in terms of mannerisms um and kind of body language which was very smart especially uh considering the fact that trinity is a dancer so she very much is in her body a lot in that way uh and they thought it was a great look um ginger they loved her look they thought that ginger did a good mix of like light and dark humor um and that ginger above all else captured one element of the challenge which was the subversion of um uh bringing uh this more adult humor into a a childlike prompt right um and so they thought ginger did a great job uh ginger also is doing a good job as always of volleying with the judges right so they're saying shit on stage and ginger's firing back um so that's great and the example is uh uh, Tara Bell, like she says, her mother's name is Horbell, and Michelle's like, that's my mother's name, or you know what I mean? That's my name too, or something like that. And Ginger's like, yeah, yours is spelled a little yes. differently, though. John right. Jacob Chingleheimer Smith. Right. Um, they love they love Roger's outfit. Um, they also just love Roger's character. They thought she did a great job. Uh, fan fucking tastic. Um, Eureka. <laughs> This is when they really start. Well, they already started lying when they said Roger's outfit was good, but then they continued to lie. Roger's outfit was wonderful. Then they continued to lie when they said that Eureka's outfit was good. Um, they loved her outfit. Uh, they liked she made fun of herself. Um, they wanted her expressions and mannerisms to be a little bit more over the top. They thought that she was a little subdued in acting out the voiceover. And uh, Kylie, they liked it. They liked the little details. They thought it was great. Everybody overall, in terms mm -hmm. of judging, had pretty like even kill critiques. Um, like just pretty even critiques. Um, at the end of the day, the winner of the challenge is Raja. Bring, 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 bring yes, Raja. I loved it from our girl. Yeah, bringing Raja into the two wins um, club. So now we. Now, in terms of power ranking, we have Trinity, who has two wins, and I think two times in the bottom. Um, Prior to tonight. Yeah, as of tonight. Oh, yeah, so tonight it makes three times in the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, Ginger, who has two wins, and now two times in the bottom. Uh, Raja, I think, has two wins and still one bottom. Yes. Sonique has one win, and what, two bottoms, two or three bottoms? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Eureka has no wins and now one bottom. So right. that is our new power ranking as we go into this uh, backstage and lip sync sh uh, shenanigans. And this shit is important because I was I was feeling the tension in the room because you have all you have four dolls up in the bottom and Trinity says it perfectly. It's not you picking the bottom, but just you making a choice to Miss Raja of the yeah. girl, and it could be any one of a, man, a, a million decisions because you could Manila a bitch and get Trinity and Ginger up out of there. Trinity mm -hmm. more so than anyone because Trinity at this point with this bottom, this will make three bottoms for her, but she also has two wins. And Raja points out something too that's uh, pretty interesting. Um, she says that me and Trinity essentially do some of the same things mm -hmm. and dance. We can sew. We are black, excellent queens. So I was like, so she's thinking, that, oh, well, I get her out. You know, th that's one less person that they're gonna, you know, apples the apples to apples me to be uh, when we get up in the finale. Uh, Kylie gets back there. Kylie has been pretty consistent, but she's only won one time. And then you have this. You have to think: Is Kylie actually even really a threat? But is it just 
or is it just worth getting her out of the way right now towards the crowd? I think that Kylie is a threat. I think that Kylie has proven that she could, uh, under the right circumstances, overtake you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody saw her coming in Snatch Game. Yeah. And she almost won the challenge. You know, you according to the, I was about to say, you to the, the internet talent, bitch. <laughs> the internet, she won the challenge. So she was wrong. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think saying. that everybody back there is a threat except Eureka at this point. Because well, and that's based solely on uh, uh, real statistics, right? But like, mm-hmm. we also know Eureka has been consistent and high the entire competition, and this is her first time in the bottom. So. Uh, I think the person who is the least included in any conversation about getting sent home is Ginger Minj, though there is clear acknowledgement of Ginger being the top, one of the, the top competitor. She, yeah, yeah, the top competitor. And the I think Ginger competitor. Ginger knows that because she even says, she hints at that um, when she's sitting on the couch with, I forget who it was, but I remember Kylie was one of them when Ginger looks over and she's like, now when y'all vote, don't forget that I saved both of you in the Trinity. past. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Ginger is well aware that, and even Kylie, Kylie's like, um, and even Ginger, she says it when they're all deliberated, when um, they're all talking to each other, Ginger's like, well, everybody had pretty good critiques. I guess if they were a little <laughs> uh, nitpicky about someone, it yes. was Kylie, and Kylie in the confessional's like, I see you, bitch. Well, because this is not the first time. This is <laughs> not the first time that Ginger <laughs> has decided she was about to play some motherfucking pageant game. Here's the thing. Ginger, uh, Ginger is a uh, Ginger is a person who doesn't. She is she's like Trinity in the way that she processes out loud, but she's very direct about it. Like there's some things that just does not need to be said. Ginger know what she doing, down. right? I don't need the full breakdown of your jiggly and you relationship, girl. Just tell me what it is, <laughs> what you're gonna do, or what. Like I don't need the fucking crocodile tails, bitch. Do what you're gonna do. So anyway, she's trying to give up this Kylie's head, and Kylie's like, I see. You. She said, I'm not new to dragon. I'm for damn sure I'm not new to stunt. I said, well, well. And then Eureka is over here just crying. Because uh, she, she knows she's going home. She didn't want to throw the bitches under the bed. Well, listen, I mean, she, surely she looked at that shit and was like, well, well. well. Yeah, that's what that, that's what all that much was. Because you know what it was given? It wasn't as extreme, but it was given um, that Final Four episode when Miss Blair got into the back, Miss Thing, and it was like, oh, oh cracks, girl, cracks. Blair got, yes. <laughs> oh, you, you know, the first time she said crack, y'all yeah, was thinking about that the other day, bitch. I said... <laughs> You're not about to you not about to be throwing Miss Cracker up under the bus for two episodes ago, and now suddenly y'all on uh, <laughs> sibling uh, backwoods hood nicknames, bitch. Cracks. <laughs> you, were just telling, you were just telling that bitch she was acting grand and not good enough to be. And she said y'all not good enough to be around her. She was staying. You and me, Mayhem was kicking on the other side, designing that ugly ass room. And now she's cracks, <laughs> bitch. Bitch. And no, on that episode, that's when she was. And it was the episode where she was getting Miss Alexis Mateo together. <laughs> she was trying to save herself. Oh, shut up, Blair. Anyway, um, <laughs> one, thing, one thing about Blair St. Clair, she looked the fuck good in that finale outfit. Well, and listen, was Blair was also prepared to be uh, an understudy in the event that one of the bitches rolled the <laughs> knee and clapped back. <laughs> she said, and you said it's one and two? No, it's not three and four, right? Not that, okay, got it. So anyway, this is what that's so that's the shit that's happening and it's real tense like i'm feeling it because normal. i mean i know who i'm picking to go home but like i could there will be any more of these bitches so we get out there but lipstick for your life and watching it again uh raj's raj's body language says it all uh we lift the curtain who is it we get a reveal 
It's Cameron Michaels from I told you. 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. She looks good. Uh, she looked all right. I'm not great. I'm not here for the, the middle the middle age Renaissance Fair cosplay. It's a little too the girl. I think she looked great and I loved what she was wearing because it certainly could, was not that disco outfit she wore on season 10. Well, child, shit. Did that don't mean just because it ain't the disco outfit don't mean I want to see you um and your uh going to Mordor real quick look. Well, she going to Mordor to get you a ginger ale girl. You need anything else while we go to the store? <laughs> she needs to go drop that ring off in the volcano, I must say. <laughs> That's her ex-boyfriend, yeah. Anywho. Bryce's body language says it all. Camera Michaels pops out, and we the song is Boom Clap by Charlie XCX. <laughs> Some shit not, I ain't never heard of in my life. Not, I've heard this song before, and it's not a song that I would have selected by Charlie XCX. I would have picked Boys or Vroom Vroom or I Want That Trophy. Like, there are other... <laughs> what are these songs? I... <laughs> there are songs by Charlie XCX! You know what's so funny, though? You can line up a bunch of it. You can, you can dance put up five pictures of Charlie XCX in front of me. I know several of her songs. I like several of her songs. I couldn't tell you who was Charlie XCX. Yeah, tell you. I mean, for real, because she looked like low-key, she looked, who she looked like Any to other me. She looked like, she looked like, um, <laughs> what's the girl from Game of Thrones <laughs> that played Oh, um, yeah, she's short Arya. Yeah. She looked like yes. Arya in some makeup yes. and a wig. I said, oh. Okay. Okay, when well, you got to do US Drag Race at 9, you got to do UK Drag Race at 11.30 p.m. Uh, so anyway, RuPaul, the lipstick starts. Cameron Michaels is doing whatever Cameron Michaels does. And I've noticed that Miss Raja O'Hara is giving me an Alona Burley, but not like a full Alona Burley, a 50% Alona Burley. Like very, very, like Alona Burley, if y'all don't know Canada's Drag Race, uh, first, I think, first Indigenous queen in the franchise? Unclear. Uh, Alona was good for a park and bark. Mm-hmm. Alona would I'd find a spot and would be there. And I said, no, I know this bitch is not about to pull on Alona Verla. And it is very clear that Miss Raja is throwing this lip sync. It's half-hearted. Mm-hmm. She's doing a tipping number. She She's doing enough for the production to not stop the song. Because one thing <laughs> we do in our production is they will stop a song and be like, what's this? What, what are you giving? What are you doing? What's this? What's <laughs> Raja says she's not making those decisions tonight. Yeah, that's what I when I seen. I said, oh, this bitch is trying it. She said, I am not going to be the one to pull a lipstick tonight y'all not gonna give right. me miss thing right yeah no 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 not at all and <laughs> she either walked around in her little bathing suit and her little chunky ass heel uh and all i kept clocking was her makeup not being done all the way back to around her neck because of well, the way that the wig was swooped uh-huh uh, i mean i'm not going dinger on it because i mean anybody doing all that shit um and naturally when you throw a lipstick, you also throw away 10,000 doll hairs. Mm-hmm. And the winner is declared Cameron Michaels. But to bring the bitches up on stage, blah, 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 blah. We are saying goodbye to Eureka O'Hara. Thank goodness, finally. Yeah. If it, it was of time. all of the dolls, it was time. Of all of the dolls whose lipsticks were up, I knew immediately I would have put Eureka's. Because despite yeah. the fact that there were dolls who um, had been in the bottom multiple times, that was not beating out how many wins the girls had. Yeah. It just, it just was not, it was not negating any of that. Now, this is what I will say about Eureka and what I enjoyed about her run. It was definitely her time. What I liked about Eureka is I do feel like we saw some growth from her. And 
one thing Eureka O'Hara is good at doing uh, is like leaning in, like the way that she leaned into all of those things that um, they, they said about her and superlatives. But this time, I don't feel like she knocked anybody over. Like she normally does. So I'm happy to see that journey of her. I've always enjoyed that she does high drag. I mean, I've not always liked the outfit, but I'm glad she commits to the jush. And I always feel like in general, she understands most of the assignments. So good for you, Eureka. I'm glad you had a good run on All Stars. Enjoy I'm your show that, when you're here. I'm glad that she did not wear any hair loves. That's great. She did not wear any hair. I, I don't know if you can fit it into that little bit of a uh, baby <laughs> hair she got up on that head. That's what I appreciate. But it was <laughs> it was time to go. It was time. It, it was, was time to go. And I'm glad it didn't Eureka the shouldn't have been hair. on this season. Um I appreciate that she has quote unquote grown or maybe that she has learned how to be a little bit more um, sophisticated in front of a camera with her mess. Right. Uh, but I did not see anything new from Eureka this season. And I uh, was not that that's boring to me. I think mm -hmm. what makes your all stars run exciting is when you can bring me something new. And so it was time for her to go because I'm not getting anything that I didn't already get in season nine or 10 um well guess what brenda because they also could have pulled the pageant and, and pushed that ass to the win so well <laughs> for sure there's still a, listen there's still a week of a, a game within a game i was about to say um, who knows maybe she's about who, to come back and win the show uh, yes according to my sources she comes back and you know uh redacts redacted uh whether that's true or not is unclear um so yeah eureka's gone um peace up eight town down and now we are at our top motherfucking four we got Ginger Minj. Um, we got Raja O'Hara, who I'm so elated for. And this is, I mean, I can't say this enough. This is exactly the one that, this is exactly the queen that I was hoping that we would get to see and not get lost in the shuffle like she did on season 11. Um, also mature because she was acting the fuck up on season 11. <laughs> you got mm -hmm. Kylie Scenic Love from season two and Trinity K. Bonet. Trinity is the back of the stage when she finds out she's top four. Yes. So who's gotten the who's gotten this far? Only who's gotten this far before is Ginger. Uh huh. Yeah. I, something in my Negro spirit tells me she's about to win, but we'll see. I would enjoy it because <laughs> Ginger should have won season seven. Well, you know, if you get a corset, you could win. <laughs> <laughs> no, not if you come back with a corset on the same season that Alaska's on. Okay, and Katya. <laughs> also famously robbed queen anyway that oh, was the child i do not think katia is robbed i don't think, <laughs> I don't think she's robbed has, at all i was about to say katia i don't think katia has robbed. ever been robbed yes the girl katia, katia's just, like please stop saying that <laughs> yeah she wasn't robbed in no lip sync she wasn't right. robbed in no competitions hell she wasn't robbed out of the 7-eleven katia ain't never been robbed <laughs> in her motherfucking life uh, so before we get into uh our favorite categories we uh, we have finally been exposed to there is a slight reveal to what it is that this game within a game is going to be rupaul comes <laughs> onto the stage eureka and took that took off this headpiece that she go put on, she puts on a travel unit to go receive this message from mama room she said she, she already knew what was in. happening it was time to clock she said she was ready to clock out and it's time to clock back in and apparently it's a lip sync situation I was about to say we if you were on Reddit last year you got a clue as to what the game within the game was yeah, it ain't to avoid spoilers. Why? Oh, 
Why? It could be Scrabble. It could be... <laughs> and I, <laughs> she comes back on so stage. It's just a bunch of tables set up. <laughs> a bunch of tables set up on stage, and all the bitches are sitting there. Welcome to uh, Otocon. You ready for some? <laughs> <laughs> bitches are up there playing Dungeons and Dragons and shit. <laughs> I'm a Mordor elf. Um. So yeah. So we're gonna figure out however this game within the game is. Thank you, Jamal, for not spoiling it this entire time we've been doing the show. Um, I'm not like your friends on Twitter uh, or on Instagram when Lawrence Cheney was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I deleted that comment. So I said, "Ma'am." <laughs> I looked at that. I said, "Ooh." And I was looking. And I had just got out of a meeting, so I hadn't even watched it yet. And I was saying, "You see these fucking kids? <sighs> Please stop spoiling episodes, people." Anyway, um, it just all happened with Tempers du Jour, and ever since then, I've been oh, girl, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what. Not get into it. Anyway, it's time for our favorite category of the week, darling. It is the what the wig of the week. Jamal, Ooh. who snatched your wig this week? Mm. Who should have burned their wig this week? Um, <laughs> it's definitely uh, Kylie's hair, so I don't know how I feel about saying burn it, but <laughs> that one. <could've> <laughs> that one could have went. Um, Ginger had my favorite wig this week. My favorite wig was Raja O'Hara. Um, I'm actually gonna have to say Kylie's wig was my least favorite this week too. Yeah, yeah. And because it was not as She's good for like a little wet style. It wasn't as sleek as it normally is. Yeah, no, it looked it looked disheveled. Disheveled. Okay, it looked like yeah, it looked like she just came out of um, came from hanging out with Lulu. Came from hanging out with. <laughs> 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 and looking something. <laughs> Random that text. <laughs> I thought I uh, was he sends me, he sends me a text just completely out of the blue. Talk about, you know, I'm sitting here <laughs> sewing and I just can't stop thinking about Lulu smoking crack. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I forgot to put in that I was listening to Tony Braxton. <laughs> Listen to Tony Braxton. Because <laughs> Lulu uh, was auditioning that little Tony Braxton song for the lip sync for the uh, Operation Get Pray Tell Off That Stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I was, but I forgot to type Tony Braxton, and you were like, "What?" Like, yeah, Lulu, she was on crack. They didn't really talk about the crack epidemic in the '80s, though, so they wasted a lot of storyline on post. They oh. gave her. She was. She was. She was on crack in the first two episodes. Then she got off, and <laughs> she she disappeared for two episodes. And she showed back up, had a boyfriend that she was living with all of a sudden, and <laughs> but that. You know, didn't last long because that relationship was all of 10 minutes because she dumped him <laughs> upon us first meeting him because he wouldn't get was... off the stuff. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> that was it. That that is a cycle. That's the cycle of an addict in recovery. It's just that fast. The descent and the um <laughs> ascent, essentially. Well, we also get into uh 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 what's that child's name? Angels weird uh with her ascension how inaccurate hers was too well no hers wasn't that inaccurate hers was just a different path there are a lot of people who uh, there are a lot I of see. people who play the game of substitution right i see i see, I see. um well. so they harm reduction that's what they call mm. it for some people that's what they need right um 
that works for them. So some people do harm reduction where they uh, deal in a least, uh, less lethal substance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works for them. No shade to it. Because if it works for you, it works for you. You Very know bad. what I mean? Very some bad. people got to go whole turkey. Some people don't. It is what it is. It's individual. I just don't like when people are full on. I was gonna bring something up, but I feel like I shouldn't. But yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring I, that I, up. And I, I was just gonna don't just... like when people are full on smoking weed <laughs> to drink it and call themselves sober because I believe in words meaning things. So no California mistake. sober. No mistake, you are not sober. <laughs> you are full on using substances, and that's okay. But you need to call it what it is. <laughs> don't Very be bad. sitting up here confusing the children. Mm-hmm. Give me Lovato. See, I wasn't gonna say no names. <laughs> Demi Levi, <laughs> shit, Laganja Estranja. I wasn't gonna say no names, but you know, all the girls run around. Oh, child, I'm sober, and the blunt fall out their purse. What? Well, you know, Miss Demi Levi, well, she wasn't just sober because she's California sober. Yeah, and then that's I'm saying. Don't be trying to uh, put a fucking trend on it, girl. Just call uh-huh. it. You ain't because you know you know why it works for nerves is because it's a justification. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to do something, just do it and commit to it. You don't need to justify your choice to anybody. And you don't need mm-hmm. to like, you know what I mean? Just it is what it is. Thank you for tuning into this <laughs> week's episode to Black to our root, a black to our root, a black people black podcast with root cat RuPaul's drag race. If you're not doing so already, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. On Twitter, we're black to our roots. On OnlyFans, we're black to our roots. And on Instagram, we are what? And on Instagram with Black to Our Roots Pod. <laughs> oh my God. Bye. Bye. <laughs>